Hello, Scott. We watched Kingsman 2 this week, and in it, there's characters with a Chav accent. I want you to do your best Chav accent, because we usually do accents at the start. Here you go. Read this sentence. You're Okay, you're giving it to me. Um, Oi, in it, bruv. Got my 4x4 ravers and baseline skankers in it, skit. We're going to blow this place out. Wicked blur. Oh, mate. That's well dog has it blood. Oi, let's get shit your way. Let's hit the legs in this mur- What? <laughs> <laughs> I hit the legs. This is well waffle munter, bruv. Translation. I'm ready to party. Let's rock it. This crap let go. <laughs> yeah, there are spoilers in the show, innit? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Ignorance Is This, a podcast all about a different way of viewing cinema with little to no knowledge about it beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is the man who is... Mmm. Mmm. Good. <laughs> mm <Mm-mm>, Good. <laughs> Oliver Deer. That's okay. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I've had that prepared all morning. Boy, do I love an introduction. What's that for? What brand? What are you dropping? <laughs> what name are you dropping? Um <laughs> Okay, I just looked it up. It's um it's Campbell's tomato soup. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you've probably given me Campbell's soup before. Mm. <laughs> Campbell's soup. Mm-mm. Good. Uh, and that's what I am. Campbell's I like- soup. This week. I like that one so much. <laughs> Alright, what's been what's well, going I've been on? I'm thinking as well. Um, yeah, we've we went and saw Kingsman Two, the Golden Circle this week. Yep. It's got some actors in it. Yeah. Uh Go on. Taron. Yeah. Egg egg Egerton. It's spelled E G E R T O N, I think. Egerton. So it's either Egerton or Edgerton. Yeah. And uh, Colin Firth. Colin Farrell. It's yep. a sequel to the awesome movie that came out two years ago. Kingsman, The Secret Service, yep. and we were really stoked And when we watched that movie because, like, no one expected it to be anything good. Unless if you knew what the comics were about, in which yeah. case it was apparently very co- quite close to the yeah. uh, a good adaption. Yep. Known for weird celebrity cameos or, like, yep. the terrorist organization will kidnap a... a Mark ce- Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill was in the other one. In the, in the comics, as you know, yeah. Mark Hamill was captured yeah as mark hamill the, right. the person but in the movie mark hamill was cast as another person right yeah. who was being captured like why didn't you just use him <laughs> they as, should have said it's mark hamill it's mark hamill <laughs> yeah all-star cast yep you've got your halle berry yeah you got your channing tatum yep you got your jeff bridges wow you've got your pedro pascals yeah and the other ones from kingsman right. you've got your samuel l jackson oh in the first briefly. one briefly yeah oh yeah yeah I'm just thinking of yeah. big big names. Technically cameoed in this. I think yeah. just re- reused footage from the other one. <laughs> Definitely but reused. But all actors I didn't know were in it because I haven't seen the uh, the little trailers. It's almost like you've been actively avoiding it yeah, or something. Yeah, it's almost like that. I haven't even seen like promotional posters because I didn't know who was in it. Now, I'd... that is mad because they have been going hard yeah. with the promotional Every stuff. Every time I see that Kingsman logo or yeah. I see Eggy on the fr- just standing in the front in the suit, I just think, nah, I'm looking away. If you see anyone dapper on the street, yeah. you're running away. Like, it was unfortunate that I happened to see the Thor Ragnarok posted the other day because yeah. I saw that the Hulk was in the background. That's so sad. Spoilers for anyone not watching the trailers, but the Hulk's actually in the movie. I didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> it's right in front of us. Yeah. All these promotionals. But, um, so I didn't know any of those were in it, so they were a nice little surprise, but we'll talk more about my ignorance on the movie to come but i have been having a little think this week i haven't been thinking too hard in fact all i wanted (laughs) to know we always love to like look back at the year getting close to december oh man we'll probably do like a big review episode big christmas special what isn't it only march i feel like it was only yesterday yeah guys i'm not sick anymore by the way (laughs) Oh yeah, that's I'm like... back in my full form. Yeah, <laughs> so, so to full comedy, Martin. <laughs> so more, um, more, more sarcasm <laughs> this episode. More, it, it was insulting people last week. Was your thing? Yeah. Now I'm just going back to making fun of people rather than just calling them out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're nearing the end of the year. Yeah. What do you want to talk? I about? I was just wondering, um, what what are movies you've seen this year? We've seen this year that you would definitely go see again. Like, no hesitation. Like, you would love to watch it again the moment it comes out um, on Blu-ray, DVD or whatever. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Atomic Blonde. <laughs> For new listeners to the show, <laughs> what Scott's right doing right now is making little memes. Uh, he is, in fact, referencing movies he definitely doesn't want to see again. 
Scott, they were bad. Answering the question seriously, like a professional. Yeah, like a Kingsman, like a like a gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you're doing. Would uh, what what movies would you see again? Would you see Kingsman again? I would watch Kingsman again. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, we'll we'll get to why yeah, I just okay. hesitated yeah, yeah. in that's a second. Fine. I want to watch it again. Yeah, definitely. That was my first answer. I want to watch it again now because I am also listening to the audiobook yeah. at the moment. So I'm I'm way into the Stephen King verse. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I would like to watch it again now that I'm completely aware of the characters. I know what to expect. I know when there's going to be a jump scare, so I don't have to be like petrified. I can just enjoy mm. it for the narrative that it is. I feel like it has so much substance, like so much things you could you could watch it again and find more things to yeah. like about it. And just if there was stuff that I missed in the background of something that I would be able to notice now because yeah. they had emphasis on this particular character for whatever reason, they might have glossed over it in the movie, yeah. but it was still enough there for the readers. So okay. now I might be able to be like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So uh, I would, I would like to watch that again. Yeah, that'd be cool. What else? What uh, else came out this year that's quite I think good? something else I would definitely see again is Baby Driver. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, great fun. Definitely I would watch Spider-Man again. again. Oh, yeah. I think. Nah. Well, okay, cool. Actually, no, I, I had fun at that movie, but I don't. I usually don't re-watch the Marvels. I'd watch Dunkirk reason. again if I was oh, yeah, in, yeah. A, in a more empty cinema, if I could just enjoy it. and yeah. just You'd have to have a good sound system and stuff. I yeah, think. but that's my problem. I didn't want it to be too loud. Yeah. <laughs> so it has to be empty cinema. Yeah. I could be sitting quite away from the screen in the theatre. At the same time, I don't. I wouldn't want to watch it on my computer. It's not that sort of movie. I think I'd watch Guardians again. Oh. <laughs> okay, great. Good talk. <laughs> uh, now, nah, like, yeah, I, w- I would always rewatch a Marvel movie. I said, yeah. like, a couple of seconds ago, I don't usually. But thinking about it, I do. I just, don't, I just don't watch Thor The Dark World twice. Yeah, true. <laughs> because who needs to? There's a lot of good movies that came out this year. Yeah. Even Wonder Woman was awesome. Oh, yeah. Completely forgot about Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. So there was a character in the movie we watched this week that had a lasso. <laughs> yeah. It's 2017, baby. Love... It's the year of the lasso. It's it, coming it, back in it a big way. In Whip video, it up. video games, it's been in them. Yeah, there's also going to be a Lara Croft movie. Have you heard about that? Oh, okay. Probably going to be fine. I'd, I'd love it for it to be good because I'm always hoping for the movie to kick the video game. Oh, can you tr- imagine? Uh, trend off. Really hoping, like, we had Assassin's Creed was the le- the forefront last year. But, yep. um, yeah. I just think it would be good to finally have a game turn movie that's yep. actually quite good. Be real a good. lot of people like the old Angie Jolie ones. Yeah, I didn't mind one of those movies. I thought it was like Indiana Jones, just like that. Well, we're probably going to get another one of those as well soon. Yeah. <laughs> 2017, 2018, the year of, well, the years of Harrison Ford coming back and doing his old shit again. <laughs> good thought, Ollie. Yeah, it, w- w- it wasn't really, but I just thought it's great to look back and no, see what absolutely. was good this year. God, I want to go see it again. Yeah. Now that I'm, <laughs> now that I'm thinking like the, it seems like the top of our mind, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of um, not changing too much from your original style, we watched <laughs> Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle, this week. That's a good summary. Thank you. Pretty much what Kingsman 2 was. So, would you like to explain what the plot of uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle is? Oh, I'd love to. Um, Let's talk about what this movie is. Because I hadn't seen the trailers or any promotional stuff, what I didn't know was that all the Kingsmen die. Yep. There's a spoiler right out the gate. Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't realize that straight off the bat, all of his friends die. Yep. You've like, got your people from your from your first movie that were expected to be massive players in the second movie yeah. killed off in the first 15. Yeah. Um, but is that a good or bad thing, Ollie? I think that was good. I actually. think that was a bad thing. Oh, really? I think that those... I don't even remember who they were, though, so... Right. But, uh, but then when he's saying, oh, that the girl Kingsman, she's like his best friend or whatever. Yeah, Roxy. And then she, yeah. She explodes. Yep. She, that, I bet she'll come back though. Well, she we, made she she <laughs> like just before her house exploded, she like jumped out of the way. Like she was inside still, but she jumped somewhere and I'm thinking secret vault. <laughs> <laughs> she's jumping into like jello. Yeah. And she's encapsulating herself so she won't be blown yeah. up. Oh, okay. His, his dog died? Yeah, that, that was, was gr- brutal. Yeah. I, they're they're known for being brutal and just like they don't they don't mind killing off characters. Besides when they bring them back. Yeah. Um, so all the Kingsmen die and the only people left are Eggsy, which is the main character. Yep. And his name is Merlin. And yes. he's like the, the science or guy behind the computer guy who sort of like talks to Kingsmen in their ear while they're on mission, So which is Mark Strong. So him and Eggsy are the only survivors and they figure out that there's an American division and which leads them to America yep. and they find the Statesmen, which are sort of like an American division of the Kingsmen also a secret society and they own this a brewery yeah they just still whiskey yeah 
Um, and they've got all their. It's very similar to the Kingsman, just in America. Yeah, but it's not all. It's not all fashion and being cool. It's, yeah, it's spy, but it's instead they're they're wearing their cowboy yeah. hats. They're wielding their lassos. Yeah, they're, they're wearing American their star-studded fancy. boots. Yeah, American yeah. fancy. Um, and making up the, that team is Pedro Pascal, uh, Oberyn from Game of Thrones. That yeah. we both said at the same time. Channing Tatum, Twenty Two Jump Street. Uh, Halle Berry. Um, X-Men. There you go. <laughs> um, Jeff Bridges from films. He's in the, uh, the, bi- the Big Lebowski. Yeah, Big Lebowski. There the you dude. go. There you go. That's, That's just his... like my opinion, man. Look at me. <laughs> Making um, references to movies he hasn't seen. Getting all these references. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, all, of the, all of those actors I didn't know. Mm. So that was good. I didn't know them. I, I think that, that is actually quite impressive. I think at one point I saw that Channing Tatum was in a poster. Yeah. But then because I have... And aversion to knowing who people are in movies, I just that was just completely erased from my mind, and I had I've completely forgot about yeah. that. And when he showed up in the film, I was like, ah. I would have thought that <laughs> because because you don't know much about movies this year, yeah. that the second that you learnt that, that's going to be in your head forever. Right. It, it won't be filled out by something else. I think I, I think I really do erase people from my mind, and because <laughs> because he was just in Logan Lucky and thinking he can't do movies back to back like that. No, absolutely not. But yeah. he can. He's a big he's a big boy. Yep. And, and um, Juliana Moore was the main villain. Poppy. She, her arc or her motivation is she wants to rid the world of uh no she wants to legalize all forms of drugs over the world so that she can be a successful ceo yeah she just um, wants to be of, rich and famous yeah that's all she wants i liked that it was in my yeah, notes it was it was like a good art because it was yeah. almost like a good thing to have happen in a way because then the president's response is to no let's let all the the drug um users that she's holding for hostage die and then you're like oh wow what my, a dick my um my preconceptions of drug culture is being challenged. Oh, no. My <laughs> preconception of the president of the United yeah. States. Oh. How no, can we make him worse it. than Trump? There we go. Jeez, oh, the absolute madman. He just straight up said oh, the yeah, word. I there. don't mind blur state my opinion. Um, so yeah, so that's sort of the main plot. And and as I said, I didn't know all the Kingsmen die. I didn't know anything. I didn't know about the statesman or the American division. I knew it had something to do with America because yeah. I accidentally saw... Not a trailer, but I heard it. I heard them talking about American Division. Um, didn't know the actors. And I guess uh, watching that trailer, I didn't know, um, I guess, where the end would take place. Uh, I saw in the trailer that they had a scene from the end scene. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, they yeah. had like a lot of... Because the, the end scene is like really big and fighty and probably something you would show in a trailer, I guess. If you've seen Kingsman, you'll know exactly what... Oh, he means when he says big and fighty. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> Flashy be, fighty. It'll be difficult to show anything else yeah. in a trailer. If, if you avoided that, you're avoiding 80% of the movie. But at, at the same time, the moment I saw that location in the film, which is sort of like this hidden away in the Amazon jungle is like this 50s yeah. street with it, a 50s diner and a 50s uh, hair salon. Oh, and it was, I, I thought it was a really cool location. Yeah, it's a great really idea. Really creative. Um, but the moment I saw that, I was think I have here wrote, written down... End fight goes here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. So that's that's fine. It wasn't a major spoiler. So what what uh, things did you see in the trailer yeah. that maybe were a bit bad that you were spoiled? All right. So I saw all of the trailers before this, and I made yeah. sure to watch it just before we left as well, so it was as fresh in my mind as possible. And this is it's kind of a pet peeve, actually. Okay. One of the one of the notes I wrote about things that I I knew from the trailer. Um, there's a moment in in one of the trailers where uh, Eggsy says, well, that's very American. And then it cuts to uh, uh, Channing Tatum go, <laughs> yeah, it is. And then he walks off. Yeah. Right? Basic. Yeah. Easy easy dialogue change. Yeah. Uh, and then in the second trailer, Eggsy goes, well, that's very American. And then it cuts to Channing Tatum going, fuck yeah. And then he walks out. <laughs> Right. And I thought, oh, that's pretty funny. The the F word one is pretty funny. Yeah. But then they didn't use either of those in the movie. Yeah, that right. entire scene was cut. And they're looking at something in the trailer. Yeah. They're like staring at something. There's, there's you a, can't see it. There's a big glass wall in front of them and they're clearly quite elevated. They're looking down at something, talking about how American something is. Yeah. Probably just the barrels of all the whiskey or whatever. Right. Well, that's quite American. And I was like ready because I liked that joke. Yeah. It was a good joke. Wasn't even in the trailer. Because it's funny, like, oh, let's have an American version of our British movie. Yeah. It's sort of a little trope done in movies, franchises sometimes. I just think it's crazy that they had two different versions of that dialogue scene and neither of them were used. And it's interesting because either a lot of Channing Tatum scenes were cut or he purposely wasn't in it very much Mm -hmm. 
to set up the sequel <laughs> because yeah. at the end uh if you don't want to know spoilers like channing tatum walks towards the kingsman at the end in his suit um and you're led to believe oh he's going to be like a major player in the third movie yeah, which will be cool yeah but he wasn't actually in much of this movie i'm only, gonna i'm gonna a little bit definitely get to that later on yeah um another thing that i knew from the trailer was uh there was a moment in which one of the major characters is holding on to a uh, a cologne bottle and he uh, he presses the button and then it turns into a bomb yeah. and he throws it behind the window and it all blows up so the second they were in that location i was like all right uh tension's out the window yeah i know what's going to happen here oh, it's, okay. it's going to eventually be those two characters which mean that the third character that was in the scene wasn't going to be in that scene right. anymore you know what i'm talking yeah, about i know what you're talking about so, and um yeah. well we will just say it. i mean just no yeah. point this is a spoiler podcast um pedro pascal's character is um perceived to be a double agent by um harry who's played by colin firth which is also a spoiler i'm going to get to in a second and um the second that there were the three of them in that cabin i was thinking well pedro's out because in the trailer there's only the two of them yeah and they're being gunned down by massive guns like yeah like mini guns basically which is uh, which is stupid that they called it mini guns, considering those are like the big guns. Yeah. And um, yeah, he got his little cologne thing out, and I was like, "Yep, j- right on time." And they threw it. So that was that was not right. a tension and that moment scene for me. Was, was really intense for me. Yeah. Because I, I mean, even knowing that um, they have technology that can bring a person back to life if they get shot in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Knowing knowing that, I did. It was still a shock when Colin Firth shot him in the head, and I was thinking, oh damn yeah <laughs> it, i just oh, i and wish that, i yeah, hadn't was, seen that it was super tense and then they're getting hit by all this fire i'm thinking oh damn how are you gonna get out of this i like like the trailers were okay in yeah. general yeah it still got me hyped for the movie i knew that the style was going to be the same and but i and i completely understand that the um the people that were putting the trailers together wouldn't have thought that showing a cologne bottle turning into like a blue uh kind of liquidy whatever yeah was a spoiler but it was when you see the movie yeah. it's not a spoiler yeah. when you watch it before that obviously but right. they have to start to take into account they need to p- compare it to the actual film itself yeah so in hindsight it actually detracted from the movie yeah and the same goes because my big one is knowing all the kingsmen die from the trailer yep which is for me huge uh, absolutely i was absolutely astounded you know those moments when like a character looks like they're being set up to die. Like you oh, see that oh, you, yeah, 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 you yeah. see that a character. Oh, you think? Oh no, they're gonna die. And the whole time you're thinking that you're thinking, okay, where's the Deus Ex Machina? Where's the thing that's <laughs> coming to save them? Like, yeah. is it happening yet? Where, where, like, what's gonna save them? And I was thinking that as the Kingsmen were being killed, I was thinking, oh damn, how is he gonna? The missile's firing towards Eggsy's house, yeah. where his dog and his like friend is they're all wearing a watch yeah that can teleport them even the dogs <laughs> is what you're I, yeah, thinking. I was thinking okay how's he gonna get out of this nope boom yep and then the chick gets the um the notification that the missile is coming i was like okay quick cool escape nope boom she's gone the and window. then michael gambon who is act- who is uh, he, he's taking over the role that um michael kane played in the first movie yeah i don't know why michael kane didn't return i haven't yeah. researched that but he's not in it they got, they, got, they got Dumbledore to come in, which is a huge, you know, switcheroo. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, hey, I, and as as sort of the, the people around the, his table were disappearing, like dying, um, I was thinking, okay, how's he going to get out of this? Nope. Boom. I yep. was thinking, damn, they just killed all the Kingsmen. Yeah. I didn't know how to, how what to do about that. And I was kind <laughs> of expecting the, the same thing as you, where, you know, the shots of the house being exploded with Michael Gambon in it, um, was shot from the exterior in the trailer. So I was thinking, well, maybe he's not in it. Maybe they're just like killing the bases. Yeah. So I was with you thinking that there'd be some way for them to escape. So that wasn't that much of a surprise. Oh, yeah. uh, sorry, it was, it was a surprise yeah. to know that they were actually all killed. The big, the big thing from the trailer that spoiled everything mm. was Colin Firth's return. Yeah. That wasn't necessary. But it, And yeah. I know that there are a lot of scenes that has... Colin Firth just standing next to Eggsy. Right. Uh, it would have been very difficult to to cut around, but I just didn't don't. even think about that because because they the first poster they ever released for the mm-hmm. the Kingsman movie was um his glasses yeah. with the the title was um news of my death has been overly exaggerated or something along those lines. <sighs> which is sort of a cool title, but it's like 
It's cool. great then. You've just revealed that he's back. If they had held that off, it would have been such a shock. Yes. This is the... I I don't want to say it because I hate the Spider-Man trailers so much. Yeah. But this might have been the biggest trailer blunder of this yeah, year. Right. I didn't even think about it because I just thought, oh, okay, the marketing team just don't care. Like, they're going that angle. Well, you know who else hated that this happened? Yeah. The director. Oh, really? I've got a <gasps> quote here. Oh, um, the director was publicly pissed about people knowing that Firth was coming back. In an interview with IGN, uh, Vaughn called it stupidity that the trailer revealed Colin Firth's Harry Hart was actually alive, even though he'd been killed in the first Kingsman movie. And it wasn't an ambiguous, never-to-be-found body kind of death. It was it was a blank shot right in the face. Yeah. Um, I thought it was through the through the brain, but it was through the eye. Um, so bringing him back for the sequel was obviously going to be a big deal. And one that Vaughn wishes would have been kept out of the promotional oh, material. Wow. I didn't know. And he said, that. I begged the studio not to reveal it because it's the whole driving force of the first act. And if you didn't know that scene, it would have made the whole audience gasp. So you have to ask the lovely marketing guys because I think their job is to open the movie and they don't really care about the experience of the movie. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. I thought that was just the angle they were doing. I just it, I can't believe that they managed to do it. It was, a, oh. it was the major play. The big thing was that he got killed in the first one. Yeah, that it, is such a shame. It would have been a cool moment. Anyway, that's just something. I gotta get that off my chest. Yeah. The second that the first trailer came out and you could see him in there was just such a disappointment. I oh. didn't want to see the rest of them because I thought, well, these guys are going the the Spider-Man Homecoming route where they're just going to show everything be- to get hype, but they don't realize the consequences of what they're doing. That's the biggest blunder of the year, then. That's yeah. bigger than Spider-Man. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't even think that they weren't doing that. Crazy. That's, yeah, that's unfortunate, because he's revealed very suddenly, like, the the glass pane. It's one of those uh, mirror on the yeah. inside, uh, glass window on the outside Interrogation situations. room sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. He just opens very quickly, and there he is standing there. Just having a nice little shave. Yeah. Yeah. I, that would have been such a cool moment and um, Vaughn said it himself it would have had the whole audience gasp yeah it would it definitely would so that's a shame anyway <sighs> let's move on that's made me salty <laughs> yeah I've been salty about this for weeks and I couldn't tell you yeah just some expectations that I had of the movie that weren't based on the trailer and I think you can agree with probably some of them I thought it would be funnier oh okay but yep, that's sure. it's okay it's okay that it wasn't as funny as the first one because I, I think back to the first one I think there were funny moments, but it wasn't just a comedy movie. It was never... It's a, it's sort of a silly movie. Yeah, the idea is like, oh, look at this guy. He's like a like a dude version of a chav just running around. Yeah. And, oh, that's so silly, the yeah. situation he's found himself in. Now yeah. that there's no rags to riches story, it's just him just being a dapper person. Yeah. There's right. not as much capacity yeah, for you're jokes right. here. Like, I, I wrote that Eggsy wasn't as charming um, I disagree. I, I think also, he was... or, or maybe he's perhaps more charming, less chav. Yes. Less um. Yeah. Less uh, cockney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because in the first one, he was like this, this stray dog. He was wearing right. his he, hat. He, all yeah, he, did, he didn't care, and he uses and his accent was like funny, and he would say things I think a legitimate person with that accent would say. Sure. But in this, he was just like he would just throw bruv on the end of things to make it sound like Chav. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just but to make it sound like he was still that person. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that did seem a little bit like just tacked so on there he, at the end. So he wasn't as funny, I don't think. And mm. he was quite funny in the first one. Yeah. But yeah, like it wasn't It wasn't super funny. It was still very kooky and strange. And a, like the, the action was absurd. Yep. <laughs> which is what you want. Well... Uh, Speaking of the action, what did you think of the very first scene with the um, the the character and Eggsy having a big old fight in the car? <laughs> okay, so pretty much every fight in this movie is has a very particular style to it. it it's in done yep. in the style of the church scene from the first movie, CGI heavy in a way. Yep, visible um like fast motion shots. Mm-hmm. The but, camera zooming around the action. But did you like it? I liked it. I didn't like it. Yeah, didn't think so. I just thought it was... It managed to be CGI heavy, obviously, yeah. because it was doing the most ridiculous stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't... It was, like, barely comprehensible of really what was going on. Oh, okay. And I was thinking, like, if they're just trying... If they're using this to, like, capture our attention, look at this, we're going straight into it. Yeah. I was thinking, like, if this is their card that they're playing to get us on board, mm. I am not on board It was basically this. a fight in a taxi cab. Yeah, and, like, it looked cool. I just think it, like... 
the fact that it was CGI, it could have looked yeah. slicker than what it was. Yeah. It's like they tried to imitate it being like yeah. in camera, but none of it was. Yeah. Um I guess I guess one thing I liked about is I just like the style. I like the style of the fight scenes. Oh, I love yeah. the style. Yeah. The the fast motion stuff. But you're absolutely right. The first scene it wasn't riveting because you were consistently taken out of the, the fact that it was CGI. By the end of the movie, you just accepted that that's how it was. Yeah, I one of my notes was just like, that seemed shaky and weird and it got smoother by the end yeah. of it. It's like they put more thought into the- actually filming it in camera with their little... Hitting the person with the, with the end of a... Uh, uh, umbrella stick yeah or whatever or then doing a flip and then shooting a person and then before he lands the flip he manages to shoot another person mm. but this was uh, the car door comes undone and then he's like riding it like a skateboard yeah. next to the car and then it manages to go behind the car and he quickly jumps into the boot of it mm. I just thought it was weird yeah I, I, I can see your point there thanks I, yeah I definitely understand it, it definitely <laughs> got better like every scene with Pedro Pascal's whip Oh was, yeah, uh, and his lasso was awesome. I reckon. I really liked how um, in one of the scenes with with Harry coming back and he he closes up the door of the bar. Oh yeah, and he does the the quote from the first movie was, um, "Manners maketh the man." Yeah, and you go, oh, it's just going to be one of these scenes again. And yeah. then he does his little thing where he uses his, um, his umbrella to whip an empty pint glass into somebody, but he misses because he's. He, uh, what's the word? Sort of delusional. Delusional, yeah. He's a little bit off the chops at the moment. So because he's just been revived from the dead, literally sort of. from being shot in the head. Yeah. So um, I was glad that they they did spin that on its head, where they managed to get a different actor with a different set of skills and a different weapon to do that scene again, where mm. it was the same thing. And I th- I just thought I was really terrified that they were going to literally do the exact same thing again. Yeah. Um. One one other quick expectation that I had was um. When they went to Glastonbury, right, the music festival, mm-hmm. I had heard from the director or some a marketing announcement that they were going to make that church scene bigger and better. And they were going to do it again bigger and better. Oh. And I took that to mean murdering of, of um, civilians. <laughs> <laughs> and when they went to that festival, I thought, here we go. The yeah. whole festival was just going to kill each other. <laughs> I'm glad that they kind of didn't do that. No, again, no, no, they didn't. Because they all were getting this blue poison vein, and I thought, okay, they're all going to go mad and kill each other. Which it w- which would have <laughs> been fine. I just I just didn't want to see the exact same thing again no, in the second movie. It was a different context. Like they, it, it, what he meant by that, I guess, was just the same style of camera movement yeah. and stuff, which was still cool because they did that at the end. I can't believe the amount of criticism that 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 church scene got. Yeah. It's a movie. Yo, <laughs> yeah. Dude, people went nuts. Oh, wow. Yeah, like they were boycotting them because you're shooting literally every single person, innocent people in a church. <laughs> anyway. Just talk. some thoughts on the movie then. Yeah. Do um, you know what? I've only got one thought, so I'll get it out of the way and you can... I've I know you've so got a lot many. of thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, I really liked the movie. I really did. Yeah. But because it was a sequel and because it didn't change too much, pretty sure this is probably one of your notes, mm-hmm. because it didn't change too much, it wasn't as exciting because yeah. the first one was just such a... It came out of nowhere and it was this great thing. But this one was just sort of the same as the first. Yeah. And I thought when, when they weren't rubbing the this is a sequel thing into the... Like, hey, this is a sequel. Let's throw a reference back to uh, the anal joke of the first movie. Let's, let's reference that. And let's reference... Um, I like the reference, though. Yeah. <laughs> the, the reference joke was funny, but okay. the original joke was not funny. <laughs> anyway, I just thought every time they did that, um, I was like... Uh, like I'd rather you just moved on and kept building on the world rather than calling back to what you did with the first one. Yeah. And when they moved on with the and established that there was an American thing and they established that the American had their own, um, they had all their own gadgets that were in the style of America. Like uh, you got a baseball, you got a baseball bat. The baseball, baseball bomb. the baseball is a bomb, and the way that you the way that you throw it at people is you don't throw it. You got to hit it up in the air and then smash it with a baseball bat. Yeah. Like you would with a baseball. And bat. I just thought the absurd thing with the president. <laughs> Um, holding captive every drug user in the world in this giant <laughs> stadium in cages was crazy. And yeah. it was funny, sort of. Funny and terrifying. But yeah, anyway, so that's just sort of my main overarching thought. What are your many, okay. many a thought on Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle? Let's see. Where should I start? My biggest problem with this movie mm-hmm. was that there wasn't enough Channing Tatum for yep. what was... Yep. Um, given to us in the trailers and the promotional material, I thought he was going to be 
the main American mm-hmm. that hangs out with them the whole time. Captain American, the main American. <laughs> <laughs> I love Channing Tatum. Yeah. I think he's a terrific actor and a very genuine person uh-huh. and a very funny comedian. Yeah. So this had everything that I was hoping for. I love a comedy. It could have been... Uh, could have been Jump Street. Jump Street 3. It could you know? have been Jump Street again. And I love Jump Street and I love this, the first Kingsman. So yeah. he had one scene in which he established himself... He had a second scene in which he realized that he was under the influence that meant that you were you had to be put away from other people. Mm. So he was put away from the rest of the screen time mm-hmm. and he came back in the end. Yeah. So that was so disappointing. I guess that's the way I benefited because I was just happy that he was there. I did like I was just surprised. That's a great point. Yeah. And I just yeah. Um I didn't expect him to be in it, obviously. So when he was in it and when when I realized they were were just gonna put him away. They would mm-hmm. just put him in ice until the end of the movie. Yeah. I just thought, okay, so maybe he this is going to be a setup for the sequel and, and that's it, just all his role is. And it, and it was. And it was, but I can understand you thinking it was going to be a big part. Definitely yeah, he was it. the American for the statesman in yeah. all the trailers. But, I mean, plus all the other actors. Jeff Bridges wasn't in it not barely much. at all. Nuh-uh. Probably like three scenes maybe. This was not as statesman as it should have been. Nah. Except for Pedro Pascal, who was in basically the whole movie. Yeah. Um, right, a cheap, so that was a, a cheap surprise. Actor, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Um that was disappointing. I think that there must have just been a case of just on the cutting room floor. I don't think that Channing Tatum would have agreed to that little screen time for a movie like this. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. And especially that there was evidence in the trailer of that <laughs> fuck yeah. Mm. There was clearly stuff that was cut from this. Yeah. Um what did you think of Elton John? Oh, I can tell you don't like it. I thought it was a bit cringe. I liked it for the first Let's just say that he was very funny the first time that he was on screen. Right, okay. And the second time and the third time. But when he was on screen for the eighth time, not as an... Like, he's not an actor. Yeah. So him not being able to act very well... Yeah, do you know what I think? I think Elton John was a bad choice. Yeah. I think find a different superstar that could do better acting. Yeah, if he could act, it would have been perfect because he's a flamboyant person that everybody knows... They have, like, he, he can dress up in those very, like, funky outfits with all the feathers and everything. So you see him wearing that and you go, ha, 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 look yeah. at him. He's he's bloody all dressed up. And, like, he's more than happy to do that. Mm. I just wish that he could have been able to act. And when it got to the end of, it just seemed like it was, how many times can we convince Elton John to swear on camera mm-hmm. and say the F word? Yeah, right, and make the audience laugh. Yeah, but after the sixth time, <laughs> Matthew Vaughan, I do like that was too much. I do like the fact that he was a plot point. Like he, yes. he actually he saved he yep. saved um Colin Firth in the end because the robot dogs. See, this sounds like such an absurd movie to people who haven't <laughs> seen it. The robot dogs and the the stadium full of people in cages that the president is holding captive. Yeah, it is a weird movie. Um, <laughs> but the robot dogs that are going to attack Colin Firth stop because. Elton John jumps in front of them and they're like, Elton John is friend. And it's like, he comes in, he's got a big smile on yeah, his face. It's yeah. kind of in slow-mo. I thought that was, that's a cool moment. That I was his that. arc progression, I guess. Yeah. But um, no, you're, you're right. Like, I think getting a different person would have been cooler. Like, even just like a person who can act, I don't know, like maybe Justin Timberlake, they could have done the same jokes. Yeah, Timberlake would have been good. Justin actually. Timberlake, who's an actor, maybe. And they and, and it everybody been knows sexy back in songs like that. Yeah. So they could have done like a anyway, like, sure. I liked Elton John in it, but there was just some parts that were a bit cringe. Yeah, like I, yeah. him like being a he learnt karate by the end of it. He did some like sweet fly kick mm-hmm. and during it he looked at the camera and smiled and winked at us. Yeah. And then he like continued to kick the person in their head <laughs> and he turns around and he's like uh, get the fuck away from me. I'll fucking kill you all. Fuck you all. And it yeah. was like, oh, stop that, please. I just yeah. wish that that scene was cut. Yeah. Because it was a lot of... Anyway, enough of Elton John. <laughs> um, this is something I hated about this movie. Okay. <laughs> My favorite scene from Kingsman 1 was the sweet parkour. And there oh, was yeah, no parkour right. in this. Yeah. This was all just using umbrellas to hit people and being used as a shield. But there was no parkour. There was no athleticism in this much. More car- parkour, please. More parkour. Um, this is the second movie this year where the third act has a live performance of Take Me Home Country Road by John Denver. <laughs> that oh, also, that was in Logan Lucky. That also features Channing Tatum. Oh my God. Isn't that weird? So it was, ta- I, I was thinking, 
have I just heard this pre- in previously in the movie before, or was uh, this Logan Lucky? No, that was the song that Logan Lucky's uh, daughter is singing at the talent show at the end. Right. And that's Channing Tatum, and that's, that's he's in odd, this. That's odd, isn't it? That's very odd. And it's a live performance as well. It's, yeah. a, it's a song that they're singing to people. It's, not, it it's a, not just in the soundtrack. I thought it was a very powerful scene. Yes, me too. It was, I it was really, really, really sad. Was, I liked that, but it was also unnecessary. I feel like he, that guy is such a great actor and a great character that he should have stuck around for the third yeah movie. he was it's a, a shame part of that... the kings man but then again who knows anyone can come back and i'm sure we will know in two months in the, when the trailer for the third <laughs> yeah kings they're gonna, comes out they're gonna we'll come know. out with a new technology that can literally reassemble <laughs> people out of their flesh another thing that i didn't like was um uh, there was one throwaway line in the second act where Halle Berry's character says, do you ever wanted to go out in the field and, you know, like actually like kick some ass rather than just sitting behind this computer or whatever? Mm-hmm. She's got that kind of accent. That's why I did that. I wasn't appropriating. <laughs> but um, I just wish that they could have been done more there. And it was justified at the end because they say, hey, who's going to be our new whiskey? And she was like, I want to throw my hat in the ring. And they go, okay, everyone said thumbs up for that. So there you go. But that came from one line. That yeah. is just of her going, right. I wish I was on the field. And he was like, I like being behind the computer. And then it cuts back to her going, okay. And then cut to edgy, uh, edgy, <laughs> eggsy doing some uh, some sweet attacking somewhere else. I just yeah. hope that, that there was some more stuff there for Halle Berry. Yeah. And it seems like, again, probably got cut. Like, yes. just like Channing Tatum. Yeah. You don't get big actors like that and only do a couple scenes. I know. It's, yeah. so, it's so, like, Matthew Vaughn and the editors just know that. <clears throat> Sorry, that the first movie earned a lot of money because they like, uh, they like the two main leads. They like yeah. Firth and they like that, so they had the action on them the whole time. That's true, and I don't actually, I don't mind that. I don't mind you just going to bring actors in for cameos, but I think, again, probably not Matthew Vaughn's fault. The marketing team selling these yep. actors as being big players in the movie. Yeah, don't, like if you're yeah. bringing a character in for a cameo appearance, that's fine. But don't bring them in saying that they're going to play a massive role. And the reason why they're not is because yeah. they're on the cutting room floor. I reckon if Matthew Vaughn had his way, he wouldn't <laughs> tell you Channing Tatum, Halle Berry, anyone was in the movie. Yeah. He might tell you Jeff Bridges in the movie, but yeah, I don't reckon he'd tell you anything. Um, I'm just going to rush through the last couple of notes that I've got here. We mm-hmm. won't need to discuss them. These are just my general thoughts. Yep. Um, when Harry first comes back... Um, to the present and um, has the sweet editing sequence in which all the butterflies are like coming out in front of him and he can see butterflies and he's starting to realize his previous life. Mm-hmm. I thought the editing on that was so cool. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, they did that a couple times as well, because like we mentioned earlier, Pedro Pascal's character gets shot in the head. The same thing happens to him, but it happens much quicker because mm-hmm. you think, well, you know, he wasn't dead for as long. So the editing in this movie was awesome, mm. and just and that was just to do with the style of the whole thing as well. Like that editing sequence wouldn't have fit in any other movie other than a Kingsman film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry's whole losing his mind subject mm. uh, just went out the window in the third act. Oh yeah, where he's the butterfly arc didn't finish. Yeah, he's responsible for making sure that they get from ice mountain A to ice mountain B <laughs> by pressing a button, and then he's like, "Oh, I don't know," and there's all these. Butterflies showing up, but then the same thing has happened before he shoots um, whiskey. But then they go, actually, I think that he's okay. And then there's no mention of him having that illness again. <laughs> right. I really liked the the butterfly thing, though. <clears throat> Me too. And I yeah. wanted that to happen at the very end. So when, um, when it was Harry, Whiskey, and Eggsy all fighting, it would have been a really good moment to have Harry's mind start playing those tricks on him yeah. and then start attacking Eggsy as well. Oh. Eggsy's taking on both of them at once and then Harry snaps out of it and starts going for Pedro Pascal again or Whiskey. Yeah. I thought that could have... like, I, Why that didn't they just cool. bring that back? It yeah. would have been so easy. So that could have really raised the stakes because you're thinking, Harry's not going to die again. He already has. And, I, and Eggsy's not going to die because he's the main character. This isn't Game of Thrones even though Pedro Pascal's in it. Mm-hmm. So so there was no real tension at the very end. Yeah. You know that one of them is going to have to die. Mm-hmm. You know that it's going to be the the one that is already perceived to be the double agent. Mm. And there's probably going to be a happy ending. So mm. it, it, at least that could have raised tension a little bit. Mm. I thought that Poppy was a really cool villain. She had cool motives and, uh, and a good drive. It made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe that she's the kind of person to, to deliberately screw around <laughs> with the formula of her drugs so that people will all die and she doesn't get her way. Yep. I, I really liked her, so I was hoping that she'd come back for a sequel, but she dies. But she she OD'd at the oh, end, yeah. and it was a case of 
I think you gave her too much there, son. And then Eggsy goes like, really? Did I? And I'm thinking like, oh, she's coming back then because she, oh, did, okay. she didn't get shot in the face. She, she'll come back in a month. You know, oh, she'll right. like, wake up from her overdose. They got her in a jail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, the movie had wit. It had subtlety and it's got a lot of style and it was fun. At the end of the day, it's still better than a lot of other action movies. It seems so much like that I, I hate this, but I really don't. Yeah. I, had, I had a lot of fun with it. It yeah. just wasn't as good as the, the first one. And a lot of the problems there was because of marketing mm-hmm. and um, just like being, it just seemed like it was too scared to try anything that new. Yeah. I honest, Even yeah. Statesman was just Kingsman again, but with different actors. Right. I honestly think, and I'll never know for sure, but I think this would have been better than the first if we didn't know Colin Farrell was coming back. Yeah. Imagine that surprise and then going to the second act with this whole new layer. If it would have been best if he came back at the end of the second act. Okay. And and before that it was Channing Tatum and Eggsy right. kicking ass together. Yeah, okay. yeah. Ah, jeez, I don't know. It's I just such a I shame. wish that they had more Tatum and I wish they had less Farrell. Yeah. Firth. Firth. Not Farrell. That's a different <laughs> we, we actor. We keep saying Farrell and sometimes we remember to <laughs> cut it out, but other times we don't. Let's talk about ratings and I, trailers. I give it a distinction, but I wish I could have given it more. I reckon maybe it will grow on me knowing that like maybe next time I'll just view it as an ex- like the movie it was. Yeah. I guess. But yeah. And it's a shame. And the trailer? Oh, well, now that you tell me that, mm-hmm. I give it a fail. Me like, too. It absolutely ru- it it lowered the score of the movie. It lowered the experience. It's a fail trailer score for me and it is a a low a, a, a distinction an average yeah. distinction <laughs> it, it really shows that you can have the best director but if the studio attached to it yeah is a bad man <laughs> <laughs> they could utterly ruin things okay yeah. i'm completely with you on that yeah. let's play a little game in which we can put this behind us and ah, make ourselves feel easing a little of tension I'm going to play a game with you called The Fruit is Acute. This is a game about Rotten Tomatoes in which I give you a movie and you tell me within 5% plus or minus of the very real-life, legit Rotten Tomatoes score <laughs> that's available to find on the website. Um, for example, I could say Kingsman 1, and it will probably be like 79% or whatever, yeah. about there. Yeah. And then if that was within seven, uh, 84 or 70-whatever, I'm not doing the math, yeah. It's um there's a big old tick and it's a big old yeah. if you're wrong. Yes. Ollie's notorious for getting it wrong. Yep. There's a little bit of a um like a theme in between most of the things. I don't know if there's a real theme for this one though. <laughs> All right. Hit me with it. Let's talk about movies. Oliver Deer. Mm-hmm. What percentage does the King's speech have on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes? Okay. I think I'm going to say like 91. Aha! There it is. A success for all. I actually did well last week, I'll have you know. Did you? Yeah, I did. I got three, I think. Three out of, out of the five? five? Yeah, I'm yeah. always giving you five. Okay. We'll, we'll maybe switch things up next week and I'll give you five or something. <laughs> what, what about the uh, the Little Mermaid? Oh, well, that's such a weird film to give me. I don't know how you pick your films. <laughs> I honestly don't know how you pick your films. Um, the Little Mermaid, is it good or is it bad? Is it I average? Think, I think it was a good movie, but I just have no f- point of reference. I'm going to say 75. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, Ollie. It's it? a big no. Uh, was it a good movie? Yeah, it's ninety two percent. Oh wow. Do you remember the um the Arthur movie that we saw earlier this year? Yeah, King Arthur. Do you remember if it was good in terms of Rotten Tomatoes, because we oh. both didn't really like it. Did you end up looking up what the score was? Because this was before we started putting the the actual score of the movies at the end of this I, game. I think it got a bad score. What I, do you think it got though? How bad? Maybe like twenty nine. Oh, very good! A ding, ding, ding! Very close. It was twenty-eight. Oh wow! How good's that? I'm so good at knowing things. Yeah. Ollie, what's your favorite movie starring uh, Glykenhol? What's the first movie you saw with Glykenhol? My favorite movie with Glykenhol would be Source Code. That was the first movie I saw with Glykenhol. Oh, that was also the first. Yeah. What about your favorite movie starring Glykenhol that also features prominently the main character of Sand? Just Sand everywhere. What? The main character, Prince of Persia. Oh, Prince of Persia. <laughs> what okay. do you reckon it had? Um. <laughs> 53. Oh. Oh, no. That was higher than what it was. In fact, I wrote 36% here. Uh Do you think it has that? 
I feel like oh, that's too low. I believe it's unfair. I didn't mind that movie. No, I was right the first time. 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, the Sands of Time. It's weird. It probably would have been maybe like 1%, but um, Jake brings a whole new level <laughs> of authenticity and intensity to his work. I like him. <laughs> now, here is the last one. Yeah. Oh, also, another note that I wrote, the golden circles were the rings at the end. Wedding rings. They were wearing yep, golden yep. circles. <laughs> there we go. It was all a metaphor. Uh, what did Kingsman 2 get? What do you reckon? Rotten Tomato score. Hmm. Did the critics like it? I reckon maybe 70. Mm. Oh, no. Incorrect. I'm going to give you another chance. Mm. You could go higher. You could go lower. What do you reckon? I hope people did not like it. It was good. What do you reckon? I really hate people if they don't like it. <laughs> I liked it, by the way. Everyone I'm going to go. say that I didn't like I'm it, just, but I liked it a lot. I'm just going to go 85. Mm. They didn't like it, did they? 50%. Uh, Again, that's not fair. It's remember, this is opening weekend. Yeah. That this is this is to fluctuate. Every every half an hour there will be a different score. Oh, okay. But at the moment it's 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's divisive. Very divisive. Almost directly down the middle. Kidding, it was directly down the middle. Wow. Yeah. So that's interesting, because we both liked it. I think I liked it a lot more than you. I liked it a lot. No, I, there I, I, just I'm not so saying you many, didn't like it. I'm so saying I liked holes. it a lot more than you. <laughs> I, I, I made the claim I think it was as good as the first, if, yeah. if only for that Colin Farrell thing. <sighs> All right, what was my uh, what was my my common theme there? Hmm. Actors from Kingsman. <laughs> Why? Colin Firth? I don't know. What was he in? He was in King's. He was in the King's Speech. And isn't that something that I gave you straight up? Isn't it? Yeah. That was the first one I gave you, almost to throw you off the scent. And then Little Mermaid was. Yep. I don't know. Let's think about it. We've got the King's Speech. We got King Arthur, Prince of Persia, Kingsman Two, uh, the Little Mermaid, King Triton. They've, they've got they've got kings and princes and stuff in them. It's very prominently to do with royalty. <laughs> all of those movies, uh, because this is Kingsman Week. <laughs> there we go. I do love your themes. All right, qu- quickly before we wrap up, I love to tell you my haikus for the week. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you some this week, and I think I'm proud of these ones because <laughs> they all, also like your little Rotten Tomatoes game. I also have a theme, and I think you're going to really enjoy it. Great. All right, so you got to tell me out of my two haikus here, which are plot summaries for a good film and a bad film? The critically acclaimed film, the critically lame film. Oh, that's why they call it that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, okay, ready? Here we go. Here we go. After walking through magical wall, boy seeks stone of immortality. Uh, now, what do you... Th- just just quickly, just quickly, what do you think it is? I wonder if that's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Might be, might be. No, it's... Maybe, no, it's maybe a, we wait for the second one. It's okay. a red herring. <laughs> <laughs> that's a film term. <laughs> okay, ready? See if you can get it from this one then. Outcasts in strange new institution <laughs> defeat the bully at Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit. (laughs) Oh, it's weird. They almost both describe Harry Potter films. Almost. They almost both describe the first one, pretty much. I feel like the the fact that you straight up used Quidditch... There's no other use of that word. It literally describes a game in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter where people fly on broomsticks and catch balls. Oh, it's gonna be a... It's gonna be like a... Like a... Someone's playing a board game of Quidditch while they're smoking a bong or something and it's some stoner comedy movie. <laughs> but because you said Quidditch, I think that's my clue that that is l- literally one of the Harry Potter movies and they're all c- perceived quite well. I'm going to say that the second movie was the critically acclaimed and the first movie was um was too, too on the nose of a red herring. Uh, Wait, I'll play it. I'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Buzz. Dang it. Unf- yeah. So the Quidditch one I put in, I think I thought, will he think it's a literal Harry Potter film, or will he think it's a stoner comedy? <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> well, not stoner comedy, but like bad comedy. Yeah. Like, yeah, because no no other film would have characters who play Quidditch. So yes, this is a movie where characters did play Quidditch at one point. Okay. It's called. Oh, don't. The internship. With Owen Wilson oh, and Vince Vaughn about the Google, movie. the Google movie. 
Oh, for a second I thought you were going to say disaster movie or epic movie and it would have been like really bad CGI Quidditch. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. yeah. Oh, yeah. I could have done that. Uh, that. I think that would have been too on the nose. Too too lame. No, I, I chose an actual movie that was made and included Quidditch. Basically, they're interns at Google and I'm for outcasts in a strange new institution. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they do. They they fight the enemy intern at um, a get a Quidditch because they're trying to get into Google and that's one of their challenges apparently to become a, an employee and and it's similar to the kind of Quidditch that we have here at Murdoch yeah right okay. you're literally flying we're literally running around with a broom between your legs very interesting stuff now can I ask you yeah is the critically acclaimed movie Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone no Okay. Now I. They were both red herrings. It's crazy. After walking through magical wall, boy seeks stone of immortality. Is it like? Is it like the, the back of the wardrobe in Narnia? The which of the wardrobe was the back of the wall or something like that? Is that what you're talking? I nearly went with Narnia. Oh. But no, it's called Gold, the, the Golden Compass. No, I nearly <laughs> went with that one too. I, I was looking at magical films. Yeah. It's called Stardust. Okay. And you heard me gasp w- during my um. When I was writing these, you heard me gasp, and you're like, "Oh no, what'd you do, Ollie?" And I said, "I'll tell you in a second. I was terrified that I'm he gonna like t- spoil the Rotten Tomatoes score for Kingsman or something. No, I'll tell you now. It's a movie made by Matthew Vaughan. Wow. Yep. So it's about this guy, and he passes like a an English stone wall, okay. and when he pass when he goes to the other side of the wall, it's a new world. It's a new magic world, and the main character um is played by um Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. That's it. Also got Henry Cavill in it. Superman. Superman. Yep. Wow, that's it's real. A, it's a really good movie, and Robert De Niro. What a cast! I really liked that movie. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Gervais is in this. That's a shame. No, Ian oh, McKellen was good in it. Oh, they're all good in it. Maybe I just don't much care for Ricky Gervais. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I saw Matthew Vaughn. I was like, oh, that's what the other stuff he does is. What? And, I, and then I realized all the movies by Matthew Vaughn I really like. Stardust. Uh, Kick-Ass, the first one, and only the first one. Yeah, um, brutal. And the two Kingsman movies. That's very cool. What are yeah. the chances that that was the one that you brought up today yep. by accident? Yeah, so well, I, got, I got you there with my Harry Potter-inspired movies. They were both... <laughs> I, I was convinced that at least one of them was going to be Harry Potter. Yeah. Very good, Ollie. Thanks. That brings us to the end of the show, though, unfortunately. Ah, oh, that's okay. We're done talking for the week. Yeah. Now I never have to see you again, at least for another seven days. Yeah. We, don't, we actually hate each other in real life. Yeah. It's all a ploy. Anyway... You idiot. Can you please get on with telling the viewers the links? Sure. Let me do the outros because Ollie's too lazy to learn the links. Facebook.com slash ignorance is this podcast if you would like to share or like any of our posts. Head over to twitter.com slash ignorance is pod and you can uh, tweet us some uh, some news that you might want us to talk about or something. And if you want to ask us a question that doesn't fit into 120 characters or maybe 170 now, I can never keep up. You can go into our Gmail, which is ignoranceisthis at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. No, ignoranceisthispodcast at gmail.com, sorry. Yep. Um, yeah, write us, a, write us a letter. Also, if you're listening, give us five stars on iTunes, you pricks. <laughs> <laughs> we got a new five-star rating earlier this week, so thank oh. you very much yep. to whoever did that. Now we're climbing up the charts like, like good boys, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. We're going to be on New and Noteworthy in no time. <laughs> All right, great, you nerd. You absolute nerd that nobody likes. This is good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, as we like to end the show, Scott's too lazy to prepare one, but I personally always prepare a haiku about the movie we've seen this week. I mean, we just do it based on who's ignorant that week, but... um, Usually me. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Anyway, here's the haiku for Kingsman, The Golden Circle. All right. He's smiling, boys. He's smiling. (laughs) He's happy with it. I love a a childish one. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Ready? All right. Statesman is US version of Kingsman. What next? Bloody old matesman. <laughs> is that supposed to be the Australian one? Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Ollie. Goodbye. I would love to see Australian Kingsman. Goodbye. Bye.